0: Guys, welcome back to the next episode of the Become the Wolf podcast. I'm Davy Hoops, and with me as ever is the man himself, Rob Sanders. How are you? Myth
1: the legend, Rob Sanders. Yeah, no, I'm good. So, why are you in your car this time? Last time you were sitting on the wall outside a, outside a random building. And today you're sitting in your car with what looks like your household in the back.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, you know, if if you are following me, it looks like I'm like, I just don't have a house. I never never posted my house anymore. <laughs> I'm just living just door to door. Yes, but today I are, my wife and I are going on like a evening away kind of thing in a cottage. So uh, we're packed up, ready to go. And because of our dedication to the craft, Rob, we uh, pencilled in this time to smash this podcast out because Becoming the Wolf doesn't take any time off. You have to get it in there.
1: (laughs) Exactly. You have to get it in there. Ah, That's good. I'm excited about this episode because, one, it's something, obviously, that's been a big part of our lives anyway with what we've done. But then also, it's the first sort of... Obviously, the last episode was a bit of a special one because it was around suicide and obviously yeah. suicide prevention month and things like that. But obviously, this one we start actually getting into things that can actually help you on this journey of either becoming the wolf, self improvement, yes. um, you know, yeah. getting over that anxiety, depression. These are all things that that can actually start helping. So it's quite a nice, you know, get we've got to that point now where we're going to start actually, you know, talking about things that worked for us, worked for others, stuff that is proven to work and help and things so yes yeah, it's exciting one so what is the topic Davey
0: yeah so today guys we are going to be talking about exercise and nutrition and the role they play in improving your your mental health and you absolutely nailed it really it's been a big part of my my transformation as in you know getting getting a kind of a foothold in on my mental health and improving it um, you know, starting to incorporate exercise and nutrition, eating better, making better choices. And it's really interesting how it all, it all kind of fits together. You know, the, the more you exercise, you know, the better you feel and the, be, the, the, more you, um, the better you feel, the more you want to exercise. And, um, you know, it's, it's tough sometimes as well, which I'll definitely go into during this, this chat. But um, no, no, I'm excited. I'm excited. Where, where do you want to start?
1: Oh, I don't know, there's there's loads of things, I've got loads of things going through my head at the moment of bits of information that we want to get in and stuff like that. I think let's start with um, our own kind of personal things with exercise and stuff, I think, because obviously we all know um, exercise is great for, you know, physical health and stuff like that, which, you know, that kind of gets banged on about all the time, Whereas a lot of the time the stuff around sort of the mental health and... Things of like that and how uh, exercise can really help with your mindset and your brain and your men- the mental health side does kind of not gets overlooked, but it just doesn't yeah. tend to come up as much as obviously you know exercise, lose weight, look yeah, great, yeah. get big, get swole hench, whatever you want to say. Um, you <laughs> know but they kind of forget about the kind of the brain. No one, part no one has These said
0: people. that to me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Because you're so hench, you're too scared. Well, I so. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, yeah, so I, I think we start we start there and then um, and then go from there. So I have a little. So with me, with exercise and things, I've always been into exercise and stuff. I was um, quite a chubby kid when I was younger. Um, Put me, so, fat. Put me fat. me fat. No, I was just chubby. I just ate <laughs> a lot. Just I just eat. I, used to eat, uh, I used to just eat a, a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I used to eat like a pizza and a chocolate bar a night when I was in nice. secondary school and things. like. That. Nice. It was, yeah, it was ridiculous. Uh, my poor mum was off working countless hours and stuff to look after me and my brother. So my brother was in charge of sort of food and things like that and he would just go Is Is that his money. You <laughs> go sort <laughs> yeah. yourself out. So I would <laughs> go to so the top, top of the road, buy a pizza, buy a big chocolate bar, and it wasn't a little chocolate bar; it was a nice. full-on like big ones. <laughs> I would eat one. that every night. <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> I love um, that. So yeah, so I was a bit of a, a quite chubby kid. Even though a lot of like close friends would say yeah, but other people say I wasn't. But it was more because I'd hide it because I'd be wearing baggy clothes or ah, okay. you know, things like that. So it wasn't like I was massive. Yeah, was, yeah in your face but like my close you're mates fluff, would say fluffy. it they'd go, they'd go yeah you little fatty <laughs> so, yeah, stop eating those pizzas <laughs> um, and then so i started getting into the sort of fitness side with uh, one of my best mates we uh, quite naughty used to sneak off out of school go nice. to his house and work out <laughs> so, Really? Oh, that's yeah, cool. yeah 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 so that was kind of my first introduction to it like we'd sneak out at lunch um, and then we'll just go and train it is and then go back to school and things so um and then that was sort of kind of started getting a bit more into it and then i went off into i went to go into the raf um and obviously for that i had to yeah you know lose certain amount of weight and hit certain fitness targets and things like that which i'd done and it wasn't it was then when i was in the rf and i was training in there really got into fitness and health and started taking it seriously reading all the magazines the books and and right. then ended up moving from that into um well wanting to sort of leave there and follow just the fitness side of things and obviously went off to do my personal training Sports therapy, and obviously I was into my always been into martial arts and things throughout. Even yeah. when I was a little little kid, always done something. So yes, it's always been a big part of it. But then in terms of obviously with the uh mindset side and things like that, obviously it, it's. We think we spoke about it on one of the other podcast episodes. Actually, you know, when I feel a bit sort of anxious and a bit depressed, or things are getting on top of me, yeah. that's when I will use exercise. So I'll go off and train and uh, eat well and try and do things which I know will help me feel better, yeah. which exercise is a massive, massive part of that, which we'll kind of get into a little bit more in a bit. But what about you? What was your, your kind of journey
0: with it? It's not too dissimilar, actually. Um, always, 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 always been active. So I played a lot of football, loved football. But I was, I've always, always battled with the nutrition and weight. So I was always fluffy, you know, I was never, you know, I play, I played...
1: The hair was fluffy, I've seen the pictures.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was still that fluffy. Um, and I, yeah, so I, I played football at a, an academy level, um, which basically means you, you play an awful lot mixed with school. So you're you playing a lot of, of sport. But even in that um, situation we used to get our body fat tested and I was probably the exact, the position I was, there was a centre midfielder, which basically means you, you help defend and you help get forward as well. So like you're back and forward. So you have to be one of the fitter players. Um, and I was definitely the, one of the fittest players, but I, when we had our body fat testing done, I was also at always at the higher end of that. Um, and nutrition growing up, Bless my poor parents. They used to try and uh, you know give me the right things to help with like you know sport development, but they didn't have a clue. Yeah. It was all very carb like carb heavy. Have some pasta, son. <laughs> have some pasta. Yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, I remember after football, when we were driving home, I'd always get um, a Mars, a Mars milkshakey drink, just from like a garage. A Mars milkshake drink. <laughs> Prone uh, skips and a bag of um, pork scratchings.
1: Footballers diet right there. Exactly. (laughs) So,
0: you know, that was my elite diet at that time. Um, But I always had an interest in it as well. So, you know, growing up, I always wanted to be involved in sport or or exercise somehow. Went down that route a little bit later on and, um, you know, exercise and nutrition was the main thing that helped me overcome my own depression. So it's, yeah, it's definitely been a huge part of my life. But one thing that I'm going to say straight off the bat is that it doesn't come easy, um, which might come as a bit like a a surprise to a lot of people. You know, you're you're a footballer, you owned a gym and all these sorts of things, but it's still like a, a big challenge or a yeah yeah and it's it's very much down to the mindset that um i'm in in terms of how easy it comes to me sort of thing so um yeah i'm excited to get get stuck into this but how long did you do um muay thai then what age did you start oh uh and and second question and second question could i beat you up do you think no (laughs) (laughs) I'm probably gonna I'll just take we don't need to prove that I'm just gonna accept your answer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, um so I've been oh how many years have I been doing it now? Probably about seventeen, I think. Wow, cool. Maybe more Then before that karate, uh done a bit of submission wrestling, um little bit of judo I think at some point. Uh kind of jumped around a bit, karate was the main thing, then moved into kickboxing more oh, okay. um, then kind of had a little break from it all, started doing a little bit of submission wrestling then I met my Thai boxing instructor um, quite a funny story actually well I thought it was funny anyway um, so he was, this is when I was personal training and I was doing just to get starting to get back into it all again because I kind of missed it, it's the one thing I always say I would quit any other type of training right. just to have like my martial art training um and uh, there's he uh, so my trainer joined the gym as a um, as another pt and things and he was kind of keeping himself to himself quite a fa- quite a funny character and he's like a huge swedish guy like six foot something ridiculous like just massive and he's just kicking <laughs> in the bag and you can hear it across the whole gym. And it's just boom. boom, <laughs> It's like the bag's bending. And he um, was a boxer. And he was just like, well, I don't like him doing that. He's going to break the bag. And I was, he's like, you, you work here. You need to go and tell him that he's, he's not allowed to kick the bag. So I was like, yeah, all right. And yeah, I'll go, I'll go and tell the freaking six foot <laughs> giant. <laughs> he's like snapping the bag in half here. Yeah, I'll go tell him. So I went over and just went. I take it. You uh, you train, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I teach more Thai." I was like, "Oh yeah, where'd you teach it? Can I start?" <laughs> and really? that was it. So I did tell him to, yeah, nice, I didn't bother nice. telling him to stop kicking the bag. I said like, <laughs> I just went and signed up, um, and then that was it. From that point on, just oh, nice. know, um, signed up with him, and he's he's been my trainer trainer since. Um, and then when I pop down to Essex and that, yeah, I'll still still go and try and pop over and see him and things, uh, oh, because cool. he's moved 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 to uh, a little bit further away from Essex now, so it makes it a bit it's a bit trickier. But still try and make sure yeah. keep in touch and um, nice. yeah. go and see him as and when when I can and things. So yeah, yeah. So long times. So it's always been part of part of my life, some form of martial arts and things like that. Um, but then yeah, tie boxing for a good seventeen years or so now, maybe longer. So.
0: That's cool. That is, yeah, that's, it's that is. That's a long time as well. Um, and you say you love it. That brings me to the first thing I want to get get really into because I think that it's so easy as coaches, as mental health coaches, as personal trainers to go, "Oh, you're struggling with mental health. You should probably exercise a bit more." And yeah. I, I think that that is a, it's not a cop out, but not go not unpacking the challenges that people face you know when you, when you have got mental health issues when you're depressed when you're anxious when you're stressed you know exercise a lot of the time is either the first thing you you know drops off the side because you haven't got time or you haven't got that initial energy or or drive to get yourself up and to do it um, so tell me how do you find Uh, exercise are are you at the point now where it kind of comes pretty easy or some days you know what it's still a struggle
1: no it's still a struggle I think it I think anyone who says it isn't will be be lying and stuff you know we've we all know people and I've got you know certainly got friends obviously been in the fitness industry for a long time um that look like they're absolutely you know they are super fit and things like that but they all still have days where they're just like I just can't be asked today I just don't want to I can't bother to do it, I'm tired I've had a long day It's a big thing as well With I always notice with trainers Everyone tends to think trainers Obviously just get to sit around and train all day and it's yeah. like, actually, no, don't. We are sort of jumping in and out to yeah, try and yeah. get little workouts in as and when you've got a gap and things. And actually, yeah. a lot of trainers are actually quite unhealthy. They look fit and healthy, yeah. but the stress they put in their body because they're teaching, like, three classes a day and then trying yeah. to do other stuff with clients and things. Yeah. You know, so They're actually quite battered, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but no, I still, I still find it hard. If I, if, if I have a few days off, I'll then really struggle to come back, even though I yeah. will because I know – it's good for me. I know it's healthy. You just have to get up and go. No, fuck it. Let's just do this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I still find still find it hard. I still you find have, it challenging. You have a, and things you have a good rule. Do.
0: You have like a good uh, rule for exercise though. In terms of what's your three day rule?
1: Yeah. So it's um. Yeah, I haven't really spoke about this on for a while actually. But it's a it's a good little rule for just anything really. So the idea is you don't go any more than um, three days without whatever it is you're doing in this case, let's just say exercise because that's what we're talking about, but it could yeah, be yeah. You know, business work. It could be whatever, whatever it is you're trying to do. Yeah. So the idea is then you, it takes away the pressure sort of off of you. So, so it's sort of more of, um, kind of like a two, two day rule. So you wouldn't go more than two days. So you'd have, so if I trained, so I trained today, which I have, not actually trained today. Don't me back in yesterday, which you, you, <laughs> <you're> <laughs> <right. about>. um, <laughs> But uh, I could then take the yeah I could then take the pressure off tomorrow <laughs> with not training. See if I've got quite a busy day, loads of other stuff to do and things. Yeah, I yeah. could go. Okay, do you know what? I've got my training. That's fine. I don't need to force myself to do it. But I know now that the following day I need to get something in. Right. And then you just kind of do it that way. And then that way over a space of time it builds up over time. But it's also taking that pressure because a lot of people, especially when they start out, they're like, yeah, you know, and they go gun ho. I've had yeah. clients sort of where they're like, All right, see, I'm training every single day. Three times a day, and it's like it's uh, yeah. kind of work. Like you, yeah. you're you're, fail, you're setting yourself up to fail, like, you know, yeah. massively. Um, I've met one person that's managed to do that, like completely just change everything, change the lifestyle within, like just clicking yeah. fingers They went, "This yeah. is what I'm doing." That's it, um, and things, and that you know, it was amazing to see. But that doesn't happen. You know, no. it's, it's got to be bit by bit. So that sort of two-day rule was quite a nice one because you take the pressure off of yourself. Um, so you're not waking up in the morning going, oh, for God's sake, I need to try and fit it in somewhere. What am I gonna, how am I going to fit it in? I'm feeling tired. I'm feeling achy. Oh, I've got so much work to do. So you just give yourself that little bit of leeway. And then you just know the next day, all Right now I need to do something. So it just takes that pressure off. And then over time, you can build it up. You can then make the day shorter. You can then be like, all right, I want to try and get two days back to back where I have to get training in. Then I can have a gap. Then I can... And you kind of just build it from there. So it's just a way of slowly kind of building it in. And things so um but yeah yes yeah. So that's one, one one of the rules and things and then another good one of uh, exercise and this is something people kind of really miss, which comes from the coaching side of it is that motivation and things to exercise and it's it's a real Tricky subject to this song because some people don't like it uh, when you talk about because you've got to have that kind of purpose and obviously it goes down that route of uh, change and things like that because it's a big change people are trying to make in their you know in their lives and things. So you've got to think of um, what we call the neurological levels of change. We won't go into it today, but yeah, you, know, you work through these different neurological levels and it's how to change anything. Um and the top one is your purpose, your you know, it's what's kind of bigger than you and things. And a lot of people don't realise with motivation and and um uh and stuff like that it's your and it sounds harsh but sometimes like it's, it's oh, I'm trying to think of a way to describe without getting myself in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Yes um, get it in there. I'll get it, I'll get it in I'll get I'll get shouted shout out by someone but um so basically it's like your motivation to not go out and eat that food yeah or your motivation to go out and eat that food is greater than your motivation to want to actually lose the weight and get fit you see what i mean and there's a lot more in it than just that that's not like you know there's a lot more to it there's a lot of psychology and things like that to it but when it comes down to i'm sure it's in the limitless book which is actually i've got behind me um he talks about it and it's like that and so that means so yes your motivation if you're trying to lose weight and and things like that but yet you're like oh yeah i just can't because yeah. it's like going out and eating food it's like, well your your motivation to eat food is higher than your motivation yeah. to or eat bad food is higher than your motivation to not because otherwise you do it because it's the same as anything you really really want to do in your life and you know listeners can say can think about this as well saying that you've really wanted or really wanted to do you've probably gone out and done it That's and right. achieved it things and it's exactly the same thing it's just finding what it is that motivation to then you know tip you over that scale to then push and things like that but again you know that's a could be a topic for another another day really there's a lot there's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot of that kind of psychological the mindsets sort or of stuff that goes in there which is really fascinating um but yeah yeah waffle what bit of a waffle for you
0: it's useful waffle mate it's useful it is
1: but i can talk about this stuff for ages but i'm saying that that one's always quite a funny one because people always tend to get their backs up a little bit and be like no i've i've tried everything i just i just can't that's just who i am and then you can go down the belief statements yeah yeah because that's another thing if you believe that you're just not a healthy fit person you're not gonna be because you just you're setting yourself up to fail again you've got to believe it and things as well but again there's a lot there's a lot of work that goes into that and uh, we'll actually do an episode all around change and things you know it's it's quite a big topic on its own so i think that's one we'll definitely have to yeah tap into one day and things with people because it affects anything any kind of change you make or and you want to make long lasting change going through these neurological levels really helps and really makes a big you know big difference and stuff so but yeah let's talk about the uh uh so the mental health aspects and things with exercise and stuff like that i think go for let's, it us uh, let's get get a little bit into that let me get some me some me notes for you i've got notes all over the place because I, otherwise i think i'm going to forget things <laughs> so because obviously the exercise is great we all know like i said was great for sort of your physical health and things like that but yeah it's massively massively helpful for mental health it really helps with um obviously your mindset with that mental health and that, like we always say that exercise puts you into that power state um yeah. You know, so how would you describe the power state, Davey? Because you always make me describe this one. So how would you describe it? The
0: power state? What would it be? I'm, oh, well, I think just for me, the exercise, I always do exercise when I have a big, big event. Um, basically, because I, I, don't, I don't know if I've attached the feeling of confidence to exercise or not. Might, might have, but... In the past, whenever I had like a big job interview, I always would ex- would train and now whenever we're like speaking or um, delivering bits, I always train because at the end of it, I'm so full of of confidence of uh, drive to crush the day. You know, it just, just puts me in that power state. So yeah, if I describe it, it would, well, I'd just say it would be uh, becoming the wolf really.
1: <laughs> yeah 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 so it is, it is pretty much that it's and there's a, there is um there's a lot lot to it because that kind of that power state and you said about the confidence and things is part of it it's it's because if you train you feel good so oh, yeah. you, i think you've said it before you actually said it on time we've done recently um to people you, were, you know you're saying no one's regretted a workout
0: i love that i love that. i remember yeah i remember yeah, and uh, it's yeah yeah just that no what? Yeah, you, you give it whenever. Whenever you're struggling for a workout, just have a go, and then at the end, think was that a good a good choice? Because no one's yeah. ever done that where they've gone, "Oh man, I'm gutted. I just completely ripped up a workout."
1: No, exactly. And so it's even the same as yesterday. You know, even though I, I took you know, twinged my back and things like that, but I found other stuff I could do, so I still finished going. Oh, my back hurts, but. I still managed to do this, 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 and this, Yeah, you know, so yeah. You so still, you still got it in. So, um, and yes, yeah, so that's part of it. You know, it builds that confidence and then obviously it, it gets the endorphins flowing and things. So it makes you feel pumped. Exercise There's research out that it helps with um, gaining clarity around the tasks The so people that tend to exercise while they might have troubles and they might have things that are kind of these challenges that are going on, on in their mind will actually kind of work them out as they're doing it and I know for me a big one for that is um running absolutely hate running but it's it's the one thing that it really gets me in my head because I don't like it so I'll I'll run and I'm yeah I'm actually I can do uh I only do like 5k's and things like that I keep them quite short I can't bother bother to go any longer than that otherwise it's just I just kind of switch off from it um but I like them because you can go quite quick like they're you know it's a short distance but you can really push yourself sort of in it. And then not having any music and things like that. I used to always have, have to have music when I run, but now I like the fact of being in my head oh, and, likes, I'll, yeah. and I'll be battling myself in my mind. Just being like, you just stop, just stop. Yeah, you yeah. Don't like this. It's, you know, it's just painful. You're not going to hit your target. Or if I've got something I'm worrying about, I'll go, right, how can I take my mind away from this? Right, right, let's think about that let think about my rhythm of my feet let's think about it. and it actually turns into a bit of a mindfulness exercise and things and that's yeah. what people forget exercise there's there's types of mindfulness exercise which we'll talk about in a bit but exercise in a whole is mindfulness anyway because if you think about what you're doing the way your body's moving and things like that then again it can take you away from all those worries and those challenges just for that short Sort of period of time, but for me, that running, like I say, it's to gain clarity is I'll think about stuff that I might have going on, and normally by the time i finished it, yeah. I've either worked it out that I need to do, or I've worked out it's not as bad as I think it is, um, or because I've just pushed myself and you know I'm then pumped and ready and go. Do you know what, that challenge isn't going to affect me. Look, I just done. I just. Yeah. Physically push myself through something that I don't enjoy doing. Yeah, the other exercises I love doing, but that smashed that absolutely. Yeah, right let's tackle this what's that challenge i've got what, what's going on what's going on for me right let's go do it let's go hit it let's make those phone calls let's do whatever it is i need to do yeah um, and get it sorted and things so yeah it, you know and it has been proven to help sort of gain clarity and um and stuff like that so you know it's, it's, it is really really interesting the uh, the sort of research around sort of um exercise and things but let's talk about different different types of exercise because that's another thing you know there's we've got all these different types and things and they actually have sort of different effects on the brain um as well as obviously on the body. And, and things like that so i have some of my notes for you some little uh some little notes so okay. different types we're gonna go into So you've got your burst training so like your hit training um which is quite fashionable everyone loves a bit of hit and stuff like that um no you know, it one helps.
0: likes hit oh everyone loves hit i no like no one hit. likes hit <laughs> <laughs> that's you
1: the whole that's like burpees no one likes yeah. burpees but yes they do everyone loves burpees really because you know you're going to have a good workout if you've got a burpee in there you know it's going to be painful and it's going to be
0: hard that is that's I it, isn't it? i think that that feeling of achievement especially with hit which is high intensity interval training if you you haven't come across hit before and it's basically where i know Robbie will go into more uh detail than this but it's a short burst with a rest basically repeated and um the whole my favorite part of hit is at the end of the session, being like, oh, I can't believe I did that. Or, you know, being really pleased that I, I've done it, rather than during the session, hanging out my backside.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's a great one. But, it, it's one and it, but it's one of those things, everything I like about it is, you know, you know it's going to be hard. You yeah. know you're going to feel good at the end. It's yeah. probably going to feel like absolute hell while you're doing it. <laughs> but it's also short. You exactly, what I mean? yeah. So, so yeah. like when you've haven't got that much time, if you can muster up that brain power to go, right, let's just do it. Let's just get on with it. Let's not think about it. Cause once you start, you're going to get it done. I think. Exactly. You know, with that. yeah, yeah. And that's another thing I say to clients, you know, just get, get to the gym because once you're there you'll do something whether it's an amazing workout or it's not an amazing workout you'll do something which is yeah. still pushing you. it's that um, that other saying like my one of my favorite sayings, that one percent every day always try to improve one percent every day no matter what it is in your life because yeah. it's simple it's easy it's only one percent and it's so it's enough to take you out of that comfort zone into push yourself but not to the point where you're worried about doing it and then over time when you look over a year and you go oh yeah i've done one percent every day working on that one task now look how far i've come and you you know so it's 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 a good one so if you can do it get it in get the hit training
0: and for here you know especially if you are suffering from mental health issues kind of things like anxiety about going to the gym or or stress around a, like stress for time so you haven't got time to go to the gym or get a workout in you know you can really smash a hit workout you can have 20 minutes and have a great workout you'd have 10 minutes and have a, a great hit workout so you know there is it is a great one for flexibility and uh you know for almost like um crowbar into your day isn't it
1: yeah yeah you you mentioned a good point actually um uh saying that you obviously you feel great by the time like you finished it and things like that and that kind of that works with that whole um we've mentioned it before that you know it's it's been shown that people that exercise regularly have more mental resilience when it comes to challenges like when, that when they're faced with challenges and things like that compared to people that don't exercise and again you know when we say exercise it doesn't mean it has to be this kind of hit training it can be going out for a walk it can be getting out into nature we spoke about it before that actually exercising in nature is even better for us um, because it has a natural relaxing the calming effect on the body and things like that you know getting out for a hike and, and stuff like that um, so yes yeah, so it's carrying on with that kind of hit training and things you know some, some little pointers of why it's so good for us is it helps raise the endorphins um, which we really mentioned before, you know, it lifts your mood, um, so it makes you feel more sort of energized and things. So that can be a great thing, especially at the beginning of the day. Um, when you're doing that kind of morning routine and you just want a quick little burst of exercise in there, gets you set up for the day and things, you know, gets you ready to tackle tackle everything else that's going on. You know the, strength training.
0: I think just on the God, energy one the energy one is um interesting because it people get it's almost like a paradox with, with the exercise and energy because, you know, after you've finished a workout, you've expended a lot of energy and obviously you feel fatigued and tired, um, but then you get showered, maybe have breakfast or whatever you do, and then your energy actually goes back, you know, goes up again and a lot of us, me especially, have that like uh, mid-afternoon slump you know, you might have gone yeah. early, you might have had, a, uh, don't know, meetings or whatever you, you do at work, um, and then it comes to, like, 1 or 2 p.m. in the afternoon, when you've still got a couple of hours left in the day to really be productive, and, you know, if you haven't worked out, you're probably feeling, like, sluggish, like, oh, I could really do with a nap, I need a coffee, whereas if yeah. you're trained, you know, a lot of the times that mid-afternoon slump, it doesn't, it doesn't arrive. And it arrives later on, maybe eight, nine, 10 at night. But that's great. We want to be tired when we go into bed, which leads to better sleep, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a bit. So, yeah, the, it's funny one with exercise that you know you, you expend in all this energy, which leads you to have more energy. So, it's yeah, it's a bit like a paradox.
1: Yeah, I yeah. love,
0: I love para- that word by the way.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're going to be hearing it. You're going to keep trying to drop it in now. And every every conversation, every every podcast, I have to get the listeners to hear how many yeah. times you yeah. say it. I'm like that, though, I repeat things constantly. But hopefully, it means it will uh, soon. It will get through to people. So let's get through some uh, some of these other ones. Obviously, it's not just obviously hit training. We're gonna, you know, just few all different types of training that can really help. So next one is strength training. So strength training, you know, it helps decrease anxiety, which is something obviously we you know we're big into, um, and increases energy and mood again. So you've got and at that would be you know your strength training we just go into it as i imagine there's people that you know haven't started any kind of training that doesn't have to mean you're just lifting heavy weights and and things like that you know strength training can be body weight training um which is obviously what i'm, I'm you know, massively into because um, you know you just use your own body then to uh, use different angles and things like that to add the kind of weight that you need onto it to build that strength which on a you know on a health side will help with you know uh, joint health and bone Density and all these sort of wonderful things but we're sticking with the mental health side of it today rather than the the physical (laughs) the physical side so you've got coordination activities this is quite a good one so coordination activities are fit and i think i'm sure they say it's like badminton's meant to be the best are you type of yeah it's meant to be the best exercise you can actually do for oh. like brain health um i'm sure it is. i have to try and find the research on it and um, but it's one that always kind of pops up so coordination activities you know that can be um even things like martial arts which i like that can be doing things on like bosu stuff football all these kind of anything that's where you involves that kind of coordination bit of balance and so on so it boosts the activity in the cere- uh, cerebellum And the cerebellum contains 50% of the brain's neurons and controls your physical and thought coordination. And it's been shown to help improve social behavior and executive function in children who have ADD and ADHD. So it's quite quite an interesting one. It's quite a lot on coordination activities and things like that. And, you know, so it's a great one um, again, for getting kids to start doing all these, these, you know, start them on that kind of training journey getting a bit of exercise in um because it will you know it helps them with the add and adhd and things and then the last one which obviously is a word we hear all the time especially nowadays is mindfulness exercise so that kind of mind mindfulness mindful that can be you know things like yoga pilates um tai chi um and then these help with anxiety and depression and increased focus energy boosting your brain health things again you know they're a bit more kind of relaxed and they're still tough you know i've had a couple of goes at yoga thinking it was going to be easy and it was yeah. fucking hard <laughs> not at all it's extremely hard but very good as well and then there's so many different types of those kind of yogas and things like that you know some are more relaxing some are more sort of energetic and a bit harder and things so yeah so there's sort of like different types of exercises and and stuff you can do but um Going back, I've got a study for you. Study for you here. So, so been I busy, think it's quite you? interesting. So, I have been very busy, very busy. <laughs> so, just to just a hundred minutes a week of exercise. So that's just twenty minutes a day, five times a week, together with a healthy diet, decreased brain age by nearly ten years. Um, Plus regular physical exercise does the following, lowers the risk of de- p- developing depression. So again, for us, you know, it's a big one we talk about quite a lot. Um, so exercise actually physically helps lower the risk of actually developing depression in the first place. Um, and that's just by jogging for 15 minutes a day. That's if you can jog for 15 minutes a day, obviously. You've got to build up, you know. Ah. We know this from exercise stuff, build up slowly. Don't go all falls in and end up hurting yourself it improves just, mood just anxiety ball, yeah just go one ball yeah. in for now yeah exactly yeah, yeah. it improves <laughs> mood anxiety and even cognitive health in patients with depression and schizophrenia reduces depression and anxiety um, which you already kind of mentioned improves anxiety depression and insomnia in and this one's for i know we do a lot around sort of men's mental health but in uh post women and breast cancer survivors so again you know That's it's cool. yeah. there's a lot yeah, there's lots of there's loads of stuff i've got lists and lists of what this uh, kind of research um as she's said and things but you know the, the important things like the main thing is what we're talking about is it you know it has a massive effect on decreasing depression and anxiety yeah. you know getting that exercise in and it you know there's a really important bit as well which is um to do with obviously blood flow so exercise improves your blood flow um and if they say so there's a guy called dr daniel amon so it's a lot of the stuff around his research where he actually scans people's brains um and from that and he, was, he scanned like thousands and thousands of people's of brains with that have suffered with all different types of kind of mental health um, sort of issues and things like that whereas he calls them brain health he doesn't like the term health so by looking at these scans and looking at people's lifestyles and things like that, there's a lot you can do with um, nutrition with exercise with mindfulness activities um, you know psychology all these sort of things to help improve it and one of the big things is blood flow and exercise is one of the main things it helps increase blood flow to the brain and stuff so by having that Yeah, but let me try and find it for you because I did have it highlighted for you for some of the research and things. So yes, measures of brain blood flow and activity. So low blood flow. They're called, I think, like SPECT scans or something like that, has been seen with, so this is, yes, this is to do with low blood flow, has been seen with depression, suicide, bipolar disorders, schizophrenia, attention deficit disorders, attention deficit hyperactivity disorders, so your ADD, ADHD, um, TBI, so traumatic brain injury, hoarding, murder, substance abuse, seizure activity, and more. So and that's just from having low blood flow, like to the brain and things. Um which is very common as well. You know, it's it's highly common for people that suffer with hypertension and things like that. Normally means they've got low blood flow going actually to the brain and, and stuff. So again, it's just another important highlight to show all these sort of um brain health conditions and things that people suffer with, actually just they could be partly brought on from just having low blood flow to the brain. So one of the things you can do to help that is exercise. You know, that's only one of many, many things that you can do, but it's a start to start getting these things, getting that ball rolling, um, and which is what you know, we, we try and talk about, get that ball rolling and start getting you moving moving forward. Because either way, by getting that little bit of exercise in, doing a bit of nutrition, doing some mindfulness work, doing some, whether it's coaching, psychology, counseling, all these things, it's just going to help on that little journey to start, you know, fight in that depression and that anxiety and things and make you healthy in the same process so it's a win-win
0: it is a win-win it's a good package and it's one of the the great questions is when people suffer from men, mental health and know all these things why why don't we do it then what are some of the barriers? um that we can kind of overcome do you think so we've we've talked about you know exercise why we should do it what it's going to do for us what do you think the main barrier is for for all the men listening who are thinking yeah that all that all sounds great but I'm still not sure what what do you think some of the barriers are um i think there's quite there's quite a few um uh, trying to think of
1: Just but past past of clients and things or barriers I I still will have or have had. I think yes. I think it some things, especially around gyms and stuff, are people that want like wanting to go. They think they have to go to the gym to exercise, which is one. And then it's that they think they're going to go in and they're just going to be met with yeah these ripped up hench, really fit, beautiful people and things. They're going to be looked at, laughed at. So It's a confidence kind of issue yeah, that that yeah. kind of getting in there. Um which it can be, you know, it can be quite intimidating and things like that. It's the same with um the martial arts stuff. It's one of the things we used to always get with that is new people would say they're gonna come and they'd just be like, oh yeah, I really wanna come, I really want to come, but um I just need to get a bit fitter first. Yeah, and it's yeah. like yeah, but you're not gonna you're not gonna get fit one. unless you come. Yeah. Like you're not gonna get that kind of fight fit unless you come and do the that type of training. You're yeah. not gonna get fit for running unless you go and run yeah. or swim or do you see what I mean? Like whatever the activity is. Um, so I think a lot of it's that confidence. I think it's a lot of that, that kind of um, that of being judged again, that it's that what what we talk about, that love and acceptance. Yeah. Am I going to be accepted into the gym? No, people are going to look at me and think I'm overweight and all this and that. And you know, people don't cause what you've got to remember. And I used to say this to people a lot is everyone's had to, everyone started somewhere. Yeah. No one, no one's just been born with like, yeah walked in absolutely ridiculously fit and healthy yeah we've got different body shapes and body types and again that's going down the kind of physical side to it um and you know genetics pay do play a you know a big role in it and things but everyone still had to start their fitness journey somewhere and things
0: so oh, that, yeah. don't
1: think about you know and it's easier said than done you know don't think about other people just focus on yourself things but i think that's a big one when it comes to going to the gym which actually with what's going on now in the world there's so much more you can do in terms of you know a lot of people a lot of pts i know um and worked with have now moved everything online um so now you can train in the comfort of your own home and you can just join on to classes and stuff like that but then you've also got the problems from that side of it is you are in the comfort of your own home yeah yeah not being held accountable to, to do these things so so yes yeah, so I'd say that's one of them um what about you what would you say
0: I think the time time excuse comes up a lot yeah uh, time's a big one that was gonna it, be my next one and it's in it's a one I think actually it it masks that confidence as well so if you're if you do lack that confidence you know it's so easy isn't it to go oh, well I haven't got time I haven't really got time I'd love to but I haven't got time to do that really I haven't yeah. got time so hopefully you know we've we've squashed one of those by saying you know you can get a good workout in 20 minutes so everyone's got that much time and I mean the the way I looked at it was because I would always, I always class myself in that category I've got I've got the confidence to go to to a gym um I know what to do but exercise is always the first thing that drops off my my to-do list in my schedule. When I take too much on, that's all it is. I, I take too much on, and I need to learn personally to say no to tasks to make sure that I keep exercise in there. Now, when I lost my big weight, that that seventy pounds, um, time was the first thing I really looked at. So I really prioritized exercise. But I was still struggling to fit it into the a normal day, essentially. Um, so what I I did was I moved the time I got up, so started to get up um, a little bit earlier. And I used to I used to have a gym that was next to where I worked, so it was um, you know nowhere near where I lived. It was about forty five minutes away um, where I worked. So I would get up early, drive. To the gym, so missed all the traffic um, and did the workout kind of first thing. So it was done, no excuses. It was ticked off the list by 7 and 8 a.m. And uh, then you know I was ready, ready to go to work. So that's something that I always try and encourage people to do if they are struggling with time. Use it to your advantage. Um, you know, I really liked you know that drive kind of, you know, turning a an hour drive into a 25-minute drive or something, then getting a workout in, in the same time that a normal commute would be. Um, yeah. You know, so you kind of working to your advantage. But, yeah, if I, I had to pick, I think that confidence to go is a massive one for for us. Um, as men, you know, we want to look a certain way. We think we're going to be... We pers- are going to be kind of judged a certain way. And, um, and then that whole... You know, I haven't got the time. I've got other things going on. I'd love to do it, but it just, it just doesn't, doesn't fit my schedule. Doesn't fit my schedule. But we've got to make it fit our schedule.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. is that that time one comes up all the, yeah, you know, comes up all the time. People always say, oh, I haven't just got the time for any. Even I still do it. There'll be points yeah. where I'll just, yeah. if I'm not quite feeling it and things with Sunday today gets really busy, and I'm like, oh, just, do you know what? Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't squeeze it in. I, I've just drop that straight away and things yeah. you know so we, we all do it you know we're all, we're all human human at the end of the day um you just remind me of another really important thing which again going down that kind of um, helping that motivation that peak performance people sent worrying about time but doing this exercise and things for for you because that's another thing i should say Like to clients that you know this is this is your time for you. You can switch switch the phone off. Yeah, have that hour or you know if it's less than an hour, twenty minutes, whatever it is. If you're doing the hit training that kind of stuff, that is all you know. It's for you to um your time to be working on yourself because training again it, it's proven to help peak, peak performance at work yeah. to help people with work things like we said already it builds that resilience for dealing with challenges and builds clarity you know and it also really interesting fact that um i've now i've banged on about it quite a few times to you i'm hoping it's going to work for me one day but it's meant to <laughs> make you smarter you know exercise is <laughs> actually meant to make you smarter by increasing the hippocampus the hippocampus hippocampus, hippocampus. that's i think that's the way you say it. see i'm not getting smart i must not be exercising <laughs> properly um, yeah, work out more. but like I know, I know, I need to do more. One day off and that's it. My brain's freaking falling apart. Um, yeah, you know, increase the size of the hippocampus, which helps with like, memory and stuff like that. So, you know, again, it, it does help with that peak performance thing. So it's also looking at trying to look at it from actually, okay, do it. Okay, I'm doing this not just because I know exercise is good for me, yeah. but actually I, I want to so be better. Other, yeah. yeah, you know, I, I, I want to be on that self-development journey. I want to... I'm trying to start a business or whatever it is, you know, I'm trying to get to the next level of my job and things like that. I'll oh, actually training and exercise will help me deal with all these challenges and things. Yeah. Plus it's going to make me smarter. It's proven to increase peak performance and all these other things. So you've already started gotten that little bit, that little bit of motivation there to sort of think of it the different way. And I
0: think you know? that you're on that and it's, it is a little bit off point, but there isn't, it's not a coincidence that some of the most successful people in the world start their day, with exercise and build you know be known for doing that you know the obvious one is is dwayne johnson obviously not not many people can compare to his level of success but you know even down to like a ceo or you know managing director or a um you know a high flyer in wherever you work nine times out of ten those people will be working out in the morning and getting that those those positive vibes going won't they
1: yeah 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 you see it all the time again there is research out there for i can't remember the research but there is research out um sort of about that kind of yeah the people that are in those kind of high high positions yeah. and things and the amount that the percentage of them that will do some yeah. form of exercise or whatever and again you know it's important to say to people as well you know when we're talking about exercise we don't mean you have to go out and yeah. kill yourself it can, like with training and things like that it is can be just going out for a walk just getting Some yoga and get some stretching in. That's another thing I like doing. If days that I don't quite feel into training, I have a stretch day instead. I'll go, do you know what? I'm going to do 45 minutes of just mobility work, stretching, really light stuff because again that side of things is really important for you as well and that goes yeah. down that kind of mindfulness sort of training and you feel great again you know people always forget to train to stretch and stuff so going down my rehabby background now that's one of the main things you see with people coming with injuries it's like yeah do you stretch do you do any mobility work no okay Right. right let's start on that then um and yeah it makes you feel good it's, it makes you feel great as well so it's just another thing um what do you know about nutrition then
0: I know that I eat too many carbohydrates.
1: Too many carbohydrates. That's a funny one, actually, the carbohydrate one, because I know we've got we're filling people with loads of different facts and figures and and stuff like that. But I was watching a really interesting documentary um, the other week, uh, and they went to there's little places called blue zones, like in the world, which is where there's more people that have lived into their hundreds than anywhere else
0: Um, so they they
1: study these people and in in the documentary they go to one in Italy I think is um and uh so they're studying and look at their diet their lifestyles and things like that and it's just slightly off topic and on topic at the same time Mm. but they so like the people that to this little town and it um they sort of live quite a simple life you know they don't worry about money and things like that so they've got none of that kind of stress and things they just you know none of them out there trying to buy flashy cars or or whatever it's just nice and simple their diet is high carb all right yeah low low protein um and things they still have protein but it's all still like uh like natural kind of food and things rather than Yeah.
0: yeah like
1: you know that Processed and stuff like that. So, um, so, yeah, it was quite an interesting one because they were talking about it. And I was saying the guy who was, who was there, um, it was Zach Effon actually, who, who oh, was yeah, one yeah. of the people. And he was like, Yeah, but I've always been. And then um, the guy he's with, who's like a nutrition expert, was saying that actually high protein um, diets and things lead to production of like cancer cells and stuff like that if we have too much.
0: Wow. Yeah, yeah. Protein and yeah. things.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's just really interesting because we all we all say it, we're all like, Oh, I've had too many carbs, I've had too many carbs. So I'm not going out there and saying go and eat that shed load of pizza and pasta. But it's just interesting that these these people that are living over in, into their hundreds um yeah. over in Italy are actually on quite a high carb diet. But then there's also these other factors, there's actually a genetic thing as well. But there's these factors of, you know, they're quite mindfulness, they don't have any stress, which is a big yeah. biggie. You know, the stress is a yeah. you know, is he's a killer um and then they just eat well they exercise they follow this guy and his routine he's over 100 and his routine wow. he's like yeah i go for a walk every day come with me and he walked to the pub and has a glass of wine every day and oh, nice. goes back again which was I thought was quite funny but yeah yeah so it's sort of on topic and off topic you know um, but it's just an interesting an interesting thing really good documentary to go and watch um, I won't plug it though in case I don't know we get in trouble get or something true. I don't know how these things work someone might yeah. Us up, yeah, or get rung up by someone well, here's anyway right. I'm going to give you a list we won't go into the go on Ed what are you going to say
0: no, all I was thinking was that. What was you
1: gonna say? Oh.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, time lagging. No, I was. All I was gonna say was that, you know, let's. I I feel like it could be a topic on its own. Nutrition.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. It can be. So I was, all I literally all I was gonna do is because I'm not a. Nutrition's always been one of my harder harder points, but I'm not gonna go into all the different things because we can go into them on another day. But I want to give people something, so obviously you, could, you know. Now we're starting to try and give people stuff that they can take away and actually start using. Yeah, you know, we filled their heads with loads of different random bits of information about why exercise is good. There's still hundreds of other things we could talk about about it. Um, but I want to give you 15 foods that are specifically good to help with anxiety and depression and things. We won't go into all the details with them. We can save that for another day going into why each one and stuff like that. But let's go for it. So, number one, fermented yep. food. Two, cherries, because it's high in antioxidants, but other fruit and veg. My favorite, dark chocolate, is number three. One square of day days meant to be really good for you. Four, chamom- I always get this wrong, chamomile tea. Five, kiwi. Six, seafood. And we'll post these up as well so people can see them. Seven's avocado, eight is beans and legumes, nine's plain Greek yogurt, 10 is whole grains, 11's milk, 12 pumpkin seeds, 13 Brazil nuts, 14 eggs, and then 15 is turmeric, which we spoke about the other day about the cucumin, the cucumin, whatever you say, which helps lower anxiety by reducing inflammation and uh, oxidative stress and things. But yeah, like you said, that's one we'll think we'll go into on another day a little bit more. Um, into the actual details around what they do for you and why they're good but there's a few things for you now guys you can get listeners get out there start trying to get some form of exercise in you know definitely ups you what it is but just get something in, even if it's just get outside and get out for a walk and there's some foods for you to start having a little look into and see how they're going to help
0: what is a fermented food?
1: So fermented food. I knew he was going to ask that. Sauerkraut. <laughs> that's a that's a fermented food.
0: Okay, sorry, I didn't um, I and, like, and there's okay.
1: there's one called kimchi, but it's because of the uh, probiotics. Okay,
0: right, right, right. Or
1: you could just have like
0: a yak Oh, yeah, stuff, yeah. oh okay. uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was just like <laughs> yeah. fermented, because I thought fermented was like moldy. No, like, oh, not moldy, yeah. but like. Uh, Cause you, you let things ferment, don't you? Like
1: over time, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure, like that is what it is, but yeah, that's just is I think it's like muse, temper, I've got on this list, sauerkraut, and komichi, and it's because of the probiotics in it, so oh,
0: yeah. very, clear, very good, cool, go. yeah. I there think uh, we have a topic for our next one, though. I definitely think nutrition because I've got a long side. <laughs> upsetting history with food that i'd like to go into anyway so i think yeah. that would be that would that well would. we'll
1: say we'll save that one then so yeah 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 so listeners <laughs> we'll come we'll come back to all these but we'll actually go into uh them a bit more but then i've got yeah, you know, i've got plenty of stories around food and my bad food habits and yeah bad food food habits. and stuff like that yeah. you know i've still got i still have this thing in my head where i think i'm a fat kid um yeah yeah. So yeah. So that'd be a whole other topic we can uh, bore you all with. <laughs> and you can feel sorry for us because we we think we're, <laughs> we're yeah. awful.
0: So Rob, give us your top takeaways from this. If anyone's listening who is struggling with mental health and you know the thinking, maybe exercise is the way to go. What is your kind of top takeaways from what we've talked about?
1: top takeaways i would say is and it always boils down to this is action you've got to take action um but taking that first step is all it's always the hardest but once you start yeah it gets a lot easier and you'll get better again take your time with it maybe use my little rule that two-day rule you can have it as a three-day rule if you want um try and find especially if exercise something that you enjoy that's a big thing we didn't mention that one today but find something you enjoy because you're then gonna stick to it you're more likely to stick to it there's always bits we have to do that we don't particularly enjoy as much but get something in there that you really like doing like um you like doing and yeah just take take that action because you will feel better it's it's a guarantee you will feel you know like you said no one ever regrets a workout you will feel better in yourself Start that ball rolling, but yeah, that's a big one. I think is just don't go and think you're gonna do seven days a week, yeah. twice a day, because um, you're setting yourself up to fail. You're gonna injure yourself. You're gonna feel fatigued and mentally, you know, um, yeah. frustrated and things like that. So yeah, take your time. But then yeah, there's all these health benefits with it. So yeah, just get out, take that action. First bit of action, go for a walk or something. Feel good.
0: That's all I did. Definitely, just little little steps. Build it up slowly. And then you're less likely to Yeah, well that was setting yourself up to failure, I think's huge. So uh, yeah. yeah, little wins guys, cool. Well, thank you so much for listening. If you tuned in, this was another episode of the Become the Wolf Podcast and Davy Hoops, Rob Sanders has absolutely crushed it on this one. Absolute fact machine. Bought,
1: bought, bought everyone on this one, but <laughs> I get I get yeah, I get into it. I get too into these things. But. <laughs> I'm sure ah, someone that, out there will it someone out exactly. there would enjoy
0: it. <laughs> imagine I can imagine someone out there is scribbling away on a little notepad. <laughs> might not be about what we talked about, like, but there might be. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah Right another complaints.
0: All right, <laughs> right David. Well That's enjoy great. your trip, Davy. I will yes we will do our best and uh, yeah guys if you want any more information head over to www.thelegacypartnership.com you can find us on all social media sites at legacypartnership and remember to put hashtag #become the wolf in your bio if you are part of our pack thanks so much for listening we will see you on the next one take it easy